podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Chris. It's Saturday night on the LFC Day Trippers. I cannot genuinely remember the last time I've done a show on a Saturday. It may be, honestly, it may be the Champions League final of 2019. I think we've done a show that night. And then again, we might. Um, I'm not too sure, but I can't remember the last time we were on a Saturday. But we've decided to come on tonight because um, this transfer window was going lovely and smoothly. Um, two signings in. Will we add another one? Will we get a defender? It was all going great. We the training came back. We were getting videos. We we're getting all this sort of stuff, and then bang, the Henderson stuff happens. Then Fabinho's name gets thrown into it, and now Fabinho's being left behind as the squad have travelled to Germany for pre-season preparations. So me and Chris have come on tonight to discuss what's going to happen with Fabinho, the timeline of it, um, how we feel about it, who will we get in to replace him, how many signings we need. We'll touch on Jordan Henderson. There's loads to go through, and it's all based around two players really at the minute. So you're very welcome in the chat on this Saturday night. Loads and loads and loads of you watching already. Hit the like button simply for the fact we're on a Saturday night. I think that deserves a like. So do hit that like button if you can. Um, Arsenal for life is in and says, Royce, Royce, baby. Yeah, is that done? Yeah, all done, done and dusted. Yeah, apparently so. There's yeah. a horrendous yeah. video out about it as well. I've seen a horrendous video out about it. And, oh, um, oh, Royce oh. Royce Baby is not very original, Arsenal for life. I'm going to say that much for you. Try a little bit harder. Um, not just you, as a club, I think you should try a little bit harder. Um, where's Andy for the end of the bake off? Did he bottle it, says Brian Murphy? No, um, I didn't know me and Andy were meant to have. We've had a debate um, with regards to it on, on Twitter. Um, but no, there's no debate going to happen. I don't think uh, me and Andy haven't discussed having one. But um, I'll give my, I'll give, I'll give you my view on Henderson later on. Chris, um, how are you? How was this transfer window treating you? Because it's all over the shop. I'm, I'm loving it. This is like Liverpool of the two thousands. This I'm waiting for him to do the old Julio reveal where we have like what eight players in the main stand. Go look at all these guys we got. And then we go don't know after that. Um, yeah, it could it could get to that if you if you look at the amount of players that are leaving and the many we think we need because we said at the start of the summer three midfielders will go. We probably need three and maybe defenders. So we were at four, and then it could be two more leaving, and you're like, well, you have to replace them two as well. So that could be six. So yeah, we might need to book off a little bit of the main stand at some stage during the summer with Jorgen sitting there with all the lads, or even better, get Pep Linders to do it. And, um, oh, just just for the crack, just well, for the just, wind up. Just for the if anything goes wrong, we can go. Well, it's all his fault for sitting in the stand. From Jake Semester saying, "Gav, how many cushions do you need for one sofa?" Um, I'll pass around to my wife. Um, likes the cushions, throws loads of cushions on the on the on the sofa. And I've said on shows previously, none of my fucking business. Okay. Um, I have the same problem, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's just cushions. No big deal. Um, so let's get into it. Fabinho. Um, look. Fabinho signed for Liverpool in the summer of 2018. He's with us five years. I think it's five five seasons. Um, I think he's been brilliant for us. Am I right in saying 18? Yeah, I'm not right. Yeah, literally day after Kiev, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Literally yeah. just got beat by, beat by Real Madrid and the next day we signed him. We're like, oh, well. Yeah, so he's, he's with us five, five seasons. Um, an absolutely brilliant servant to Liverpool. Um, did suffer the odd injury. Was a bit slow when he came back from injuries. We we all knew that, mm. but he's been exceptional. He's been a, a cornerstone um, of Liverpool's success over rise and success over the last five years. Um, not a great season for him last year, although not a great season from a lot. Showed a little bit at the back end of last season when Liverpool kind of got their act together. That look, 
he was he had a very difficult job in that midfield as the as the main anchor when when all things around him were were all over the place. But I don't think he covered himself in glory. And the feeling I think amongst a lot of Liverpool fans was look, he's shown a bit of form. If we get a couple of players in to supplement what we have there, we may see the rise again of Fabinho and the progression of other players around him, i.e. Elliot Jones, whoever Boy Chetich, wherever it might be. But over the last couple of days it's come out that Fabinho has what was going to be subject of a forty million pound bid from Saudi Arabian club. Um is it El Ipitak? Am I am I right in saying that? Or I Ipihad, um I think it's <laughs> El Itihad. Um but anyway, forty million quid, okay? I mean people were like, hmm, interesting. You know, we've got five years, we probably get got us five best years out of him. Um we make our money back. But it felt a bit weird because we we were kind of looking for one more midfield with what we had there. What was your feeling when this came out, Chris? Because there was a lot of mixed feelings around the place with, yeah, you're getting your money back, but is this too much too soon with regards to this midfield? It all felt a bit of a year too soon, didn't it? We all kind of thought with both Fabinho and we'll come to Henderson. We thought with both of them, this would be the year where they both be sort of used at the start of the season and phased out with, for the new starters. And that's kind of what, you, what we thought we'd get. But I'll be honest, I think you may have done transfer shows before, Gav. We've done drafts in the past. If I said, if we'd have done one of these drafts, I'd all right, you could sell Fabinho, it'd be, it'd be 40 million. We'd go, we'd all go, look, we all like a laugh, but no one's paying that for him. Not, yeah. not on the product form. Yeah. And I think it, the only thing you hope is if Liverpool are smart, which I like to think they are, it's 40 million up front, not over time like most deals are. Ask for it up front because 40 million up front has a very different feel of the football finances because then. That's what City do. That's why City gets so many players for fifty million because they put thirty-five million pound up front and then pay a, a small amount over the, the the end of the contract. So for us, that would give us some leeway to go for a higher, for example, a higher value player than Lavia. Because I kind of feel if you're going to get rid of Lavia, you need someone of that next level of experience to really step in. Because look, apart from the last probably year or so, he's been brilliant for us. I mean, I'll probably say for the first. Two, three years he was at Liverpool. He's probably the best DM, best DM in the league. Probably the best DM in Europe, comfortably. Mm-hmm. And then, to be fair, Rodri's overtaken him. You yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with saying that. But he was brilliant for us. I mean, that Barcelona performance in the 4 0 at Anfield is one of the best performances I've seen by a DM, especially when he got a book, a booking after about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He gets a booking for a brilliant tackle on um, Luis yeah. Suarez, doesn't he? Um, like. There's, there's plenty going on in the chat here. Like, you know, Jake says, if we sign Calvin Phillips to replace Firmino, Firmino I'm going to smash myself smash myself with a golf club. But don't go, jeez, I'm going to do that. That's impressive. Yeah, that's impressive have, to do that. But, but he also says Fabinho's a great person on 600,000 a week to go to the Saudi. No brainer for him not to go. Look, this is all about the deal for Liverpool. And the deal for Liverpool mm. currently sits, like I said, at 40 million quid. Now, there is a lot of... Um, there is a lot of transfers, a vast majority of them. If you're if you're paying forty, you're probably paying twenty five percent of that upfront, and then it moves on, and you get over the course of mm. the, you know, if it's a five year deal, you're getting the thirty million over five years, so six million a year, whatever. But this is different because it's coming from Saudi Arabia, and I'm not saying that because it's in an oil state or anything like that. It's I think it's because it's outside of Europe. You know, they all do these deals in Europe and it's all FFP mm. and they're under UEFA. This is different. Um, you know, Liverpool would look look at it and probably think to themselves, 40 million, like you said, you get your money back and we can go and reinvest it. And there was talk during the week that Liverpool wouldn't make another sign in the midfield if, unless some someone went, okay? Now, at the, currently as we sit right now, we still have eight midfielders, I think, at the club. Okay, and I was I was pushing for nine in in the shape of a Lavia or a Toram or whoever, and then if someone leaves, you can probably add one in, and I wasn't against that because I thought if you're going to if you're going to lose a Fabinho, a Henderson or a Thiago, you're just doing something that you're going to do. I think a year down the road, and you're getting mm. it done a year early, and it makes that job a year down the road that little bit easier. That's how I felt, but the two of them now is 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 the mad one. I think if we end up with one of them staying and one of them going, I think... I still think you need one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I think you need two, but I don't think you'll do two. I think I think they've settled on eight. And if one leaves, one comes in. If two leaves, two will have to come in. Mm. But I'm more comfortable with one leaving and doing the other one a year later. 
I think it's yeah, so right. much change at the one time. Um, Shane Shane Almond asked a question with a super chat. Thanks very much. He says, um, he says, uh, never walk alone, lads. What if we went Trent to the sixth position and used to sell the money to get a right back? You see, <coughs> there's a lot made around this Trent Alexander Arnold thing moving to the midfield. Trent is going to start a right back for Liverpool. It's simple. I think he might. I think he might move to midfield in the next couple of years, but he's going he's to start get, there. And he's got to get used to it. He's got to yep. get used to it. I mean, he, hasn't, he hasn't played there since the youth, since the youth set up. Youth football is quite different to men's football. I know, but but the whole idea behind Trent doing this thing in midfield is that we start, we start with him at right back, and then we manipulate the game to where airways, and he, he he drifts in here, and he's just an extra man in midfield to create, and that's fine. Will we see as much of it? This season, I don't know because I think we've added creativity into that midfield in McAllister and uh, Sobosloy, so it's a bit of a weird one. Um, but just on just on Fabinho, Fabinho, it's it has to be it has to be writing on the wall, doesn't it, Chris? Because like he doesn't travel to Germany. You know, if you look at his situation and Henderson's situation, if you're taking Henderson's situation as you know, there is an offer, a contract offer there from a club in Saudi Arabia, and he's travelled, okay? If Fabinho wasn't subject to a bid, he would have travelled to. You yeah, know? such a bid. We're, I'm, we're a bid. not travelling. It, it feels to me like this could be announced very, very quickly. Liverpool will just come out and say, we've accepted a bid for Fabinho, and that's going to be it. We move on. Not travelling is a yeah. massive sign. Yeah, not travelling, but he says, the bid they've got is pretty much ballpark what they want. Both the club and the player, and the, it just feels like a shake hands up. There's no point you travel to Germany because you know good, you're not going to be you're not going to be used this year. So off you go. Whereas Henderson travel because pop well the deal's not agreed, so that's one problem. Uh, but he also he can't be causing any problems in in the camp because if I can't, we've seen with Klopp, if he doesn't think the players focused on the cause and problems of the camp, they just don't travel. And he would have just said to him, we saw it with Sacco. He literally lasted two days, caused a bit of fuss, and he went, oh, you can fuck off home now, mate. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. And he, I don't think Klopp, a Klopp would do that with Henderson if he thought that was the case. But yeah, when I saw Fabinho wasn't travelling, I, I was like, I expect him to be gone by Sunday. Hmm. Do you think the fact that, and just touching on Henderson quickly, do you think the fact that he has travelled would show you? No, you can read this wherever you like because you, the fact that he has travelled, um, well, you could read it as look, all them reports are way off, or them reports are partially true. Okay, um, and Liverpool have decided he goes with you to Germany because this crowd over here aren't really serious about buying Jordan Henderson. They want him on a nut, they want him on a nominal fee or free, and we're not doing that. He's our club captain, thirty three years of age, every year two years left in his deal. We're not playing ball on nominal fees. He goes with you. Yeah, and Henderson's probably being told the same. I mean, in the grand scheme of the football world, we're in twenty million pound is not massive money these days not, not when you see other players of similar ages who've gone to the Saudi league um I think Koulibaly went for about 17 million yeah Mares is apparently going to be going for 30 million you know so Mahrez is going ask, where is he? there's a rumor Mars is going to go there for 30 million but when you look at it you go so if you say 20 for Henderson you're going that's kind of in the ballpark of what other players have gone for it's not like taking the piss you know it's like you know he's younger than Koulibaly he's still playing international football you know, he's nowhere near the level of of Mara's because attacking players just generally go for more money. So twenty million isn't exactly outrageous. I think where I think where Henson's sold himself short is if you're going to agree a deal to go to uh, another club, do you kind of want to make sure you know what they're going to offer? They're going to offer Liverpool, or at least have the conversation because they seem a bit surprised this whole Liverpool won't let him go for free, which to be honest, I think anyone could have told them that. And that's where I think that's where it's got really messy hands and. Because if you want to go, look, if players lead, you know, I'm a bit like, if they want to go, let them go. But, you know, get, perhaps, perhaps he should have got his, uh, his ducks in a row a little bit. The fact that he's travelling says to me, with every passing day, I think it's more likely Henson stays and just sees another year out of his contract and maybe goes next summer. Hmm. Um, probably not for the same money because I don't, I can see in a year's time this, this level of money won't be there. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, you know, people like I remember Kev on Twitter a couple of days ago, and he was saying before this whole Henderson, well, when this Henderson stuff was breaking, and um, he was saying like, you know, if you want him, it's fifty million. You now people are like Kev, you fucking have your rocker, like fifty million. 
right? It just pisses, it messes up our plans, doesn't it? But it messes up our plans. But I think the way the other way to look at it is if they're offering seven hundred grand a week, they value Jordan Henderson to be a massive part of whatever team he's going to play for, or the image mm. they're going to portray, or wherever it might be. So we so Liverpool are well within the rights to value him the same. Yeah. You know, so you know, do you know what I'm saying to you? So, so that's a bit of a mad one. But look, we we we'll park park Henderson for a minute. Just on, just back to Fabinho. Um, a lot of people, a couple of people are saying there he he stayed back to do his medical. Some people are asking, is he staying back because he looked wrecked in the preseason videos? Is he just doing intensive? <laughs> it did look knackered, didn't it? <laughs> intensive personal training and stuff like that. Um. <coughs> um, Dave uh, Ashley says David Lynch came out today saying that the numbers are nowhere near as high as originally part reported. Wages could be a quarter of the money re- reported, which would mean one hundred and seventy-five grand a week. So he d- is Henderson dropping wages to go because I think he's on about two hundred a week at Liverpool. Um, would I be right in saying that? Well, one seventy-five into seven hundred is four times. Yeah, um, one seventy-five. Yeah, he's on yeah. two hundred. He's on two hundred here, so that doesn't really make sense from the goal to sell. I can believe really. it's not. I can believe it's not seven hundred, but I can believe it's it's got to be more than what he's on now, because yeah, otherwise to, to, to consider it as a given jump of what he's on now, why why would you bother? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Um, but but just on Fabinho because look, I think Fabinho was last on the list of Eudo's three. If you were yeah. to lose one, I felt he was the last one you would look to leave, and the reasons being. The players we brought in, right, in Sobosloy and McAllister, play those two eight positions. Okay, can do it in a tree, mm-hmm. can do it in that boxy. Well, it'll start as a tree anyway, ends up being a boxy four. And, you know, that the lads are kind of that inside right, inside left, supporting the forwards and stuff like that. And they're, they're made for that. Then when you look at Curtis Jones and you look at um, Harvey Elliott, probably good backups, you know, to those positions. And then mm-hmm. you look at Boychetic, who will be a backup to Fabinho, still young, okay. So it kind of felt to me like, could you do without Thiago? Oh, personally, I wouldn't. I think he's a fantastic footballer. And known, the club known that they have the resources there for if anything happens to Thiago, injury-wise or whatever, through his last year, we'll deal with it. And we'll, we'll make best of that situation. Um, but you could do without him if you, want, if you wanted to do something else. Henderson the same. Henderson, for me, feels like, that sixth role, it just it isn't for me when it comes to him. He's in that role maybe behind the Sobers Loy and maybe an Elliot with regards to if, when we want to be creative because I think the Fordry gets up the pitch, Demar Henderson looks panicked to me, especially when teams are camped and he's instead of being in the middle of the park looking to field balls, he's getting it on the inside right channel and he has to look to create, slip people in, blah, 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 blah. So that was the thing. But then Fabinho was the one where I went, that's the last one. You can't, you know, if you if you're to put them in order, Fabinho was is a distant toward for me, because it's a specialist. It's it's his specialist position, and oh, the only real, and the only real player. Well, there aren't many good sixes. No, around. there isn't, and and the market the way it is, and the the lack of them out there, you'd say to yourself, Fabinho, just leave him there, leave him there. He might be something you have to do next summer, but let's bet in what we have here. And use mm. again, use the situation with Fabinho to our advantage because the only real one I think that can go in there and play is by Chetich, and he's 18 mm. years of age, right? So, when we are bringing one more in, my idea was that you bring in someone in that sixth position, you're forward planning for next summer, you're giving them a year's experience there before they leave, like learning on the job. By Chetich is there, and there's no pressure on by Chetich to be. Listen, mate, you need to play 15, 20 games in a row here because Fabinho's legs have fallen off and this new guy is, you know, we've no other, no one else. So go with, go with, go with that. And now, it, and now it's like, fuck, the one that was distant toward is probably forced. Chris, Kev's banging on about it, like, non-stop. He's saying the unplanned bit of this is a bit mad. But replacing Fabinho, right, replacing Fabinho, 40 million, Liverpool have to do something here. Like Liverpool, Liverpool can't say, oh, we have lists and we're monitoring. Liverpool have to act here. But do you expect them to act? And I could, There's about 20 I'd, names I'd, out there, but yeah, do you expect them to expect, act? And what way I, do you expect them to act? I do expect, look, I, I think Liverpool bring two centre-mids even if Henderson stays. I generally think they'll bring in two because I think they need to because, of, because it's replacing a six. 
and we don't have a lot of experience at six. We've got players who could do jobs like Mikhailis could do a job there, but Thiago has done the six job because he used to play as a two. We've seen Curtis Jones do it, but again, they're all doing jobs. It's not their specialism. And so that's my worry. I mean, if Liverpool are as organised as you'd like to think they are, is they were probably looking to replace Fabinho in the next year to 18 months anyway. So they must have had, they've got to be looking now for who they want. Uh, I mean, half the names that have been thrown out, um, I just don't think the journalists know. I mean, I think a couple of journalists, even David Lynch, has come out and said, these are all the names we've been linked with. He says, but I'll be honest, these could be a smokescreen for something completely different. He said, we've seen it before. And he said, Sobber's lie. And he openly went. He goes, nobody knew that one's coming. So I find it hard to believe Liverpool are going, we'll let Fabinho go, and we've got nobody lined up. It just doesn't well, Lavia, feel like the sort of thing we do. But even Lavia makes Lavia makes less sense now. Lavia made so loads of sense with Fabinho there. I think he makes less sense with Fabinho gone. I agree. I think so, he needs to go for someone big. Yes, and where do you go? Because we've just said not three minutes ago that the marker for a number six out there is not the best. Like David McCarter was talking about Fafana and Monaco French International, only one year left on his contract. Eunice is saying, please check Joshua Kimmich's situation. That's that's one, that's one that I'd probably look at. Because at least that's a... So in place six, Joshua Kimmich? 29. Okay, so we're, we're swapping like for like age-wise, I think. Fabinho like for like, but, but maybe, we, maybe that's a way to go for it is, do you look for someone who could do a job for 18 months? And then you go, and you Lavi still gets his games. So you still do the, the plan with Lavi, which is you come and you play a bit, you play a bit, but the aim is next season. The following season is you're the main number six and the other guy becomes the backup. Maybe that's the way around to do it, but you've got to. I think you've got to bring somebody in now who could do a bit of a job for us. Now, ideally, someone like a Kimmich is someone of very high value, but again, Bayern want big money. Bayern don't know we've got the money for him, but we do have a good relationship with Bayern. We've done deals for Manny and Thiago, so maybe that'll help. Otherwise, the other lads you're looking at, you know, Kev mentioned Amrabat last night, which I'll be honest, didn't exactly fill me full of joy. No, like the, um, John Cutler says, Amrabat is available. I think people are walking off Amrabat's performance at the World Cup. He's 28. He had a decent World Cup. Amrabat is awful. We're not mid-table, says Scouser Doyle. Megan McCallion said, I'd love Marcus Llorente, but the wages could be an issue. He's around 28 as well, I think. Now, Megan, you're saying that Shawnee of this parish loves Marcus Llorente, but apparently he's on a very similar t- deal to what Saul Neguez is on, where every year his money goes up. Um, So he's on, I'd say, extortion of money. Atletico Madrid. I don't know what's left on his contract. Um, Kev mentions Kimmich, Frankie de Jong, Valverde, but Valverde isn't a six though. And listen, Kev Valverde knows. Valverde isn't I, a six. I, I, adore, I adore Valverde. I think he's yeah, either is Frankie de Jong for me. Not, not no, the type of six we play. That's why the Gravenberch one is a funny one because he's not a six. But again, this is apart from Fabinho, most other players clubs for the midfield. He sort of buys them and plays them somewhere you don't expect them to, and he sort of builds them into a six. But again, it's a risk building a project six, you know. But maybe that's the risk he's decided to take. Is that's the that's the other option, unless we change. I'm about twenty six or twenty seven in August as Hannah and programmer. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jake's is Gareth Mello back. Jesus Christ. Go big to Fiorentina. One don't they? <clears throat> Justin Justin Goins says Frankie De Jong is the perfect solution. De Jong, but World Dead Wolf says De Jong costs 80 million and would choose and would probably choose United. Um, well, I don't know. Probably would. Well, yeah, and depends who, who's in from, but um, someone else said there, Paulinho from Fulham, but I believe Paulinho, Fulham are quoting 80 and 90 million. And yes. people laugh, but people laugh at that. But honestly, Declan Rice is walking around at 100 plus million. So is fucking Enzo Fernandez. Yeah. Right, Joe Bellingham is 100 and he's not in the Premier League, but he's 120 odd million. There's players out there going for mental money, and this is the price we're at now. This is the and the market yeah. only the market's difficult as it is, but the market in when you're going in for we need a six. I love Frankie De Jong as a player. I I absolutely adored him when he was at uh, Ajax, and he played in that midfield. And he, him and um, Van der Beek were, were brilliant because <clears throat> they worked so well with each other. And Frankie De Jong was the deepest line player. And maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. I just see Frankie De Jong as a as a real ball playing player that sits yeah. deep. I don't. Maybe, I see Fabinho as 
good with the ball, but loves tackling, loves getting stuck in. And I don't think Frankie de Jong is that. Now, he could be, but that's just my unless opinion on him. Unless Frankie de Jong becomes a bit, probably a bit like a Liverpool, how Xavi Alonso was used in his career, especially when he went to Bayern. He played six for Bayern, but he played six very different to how we expect a Mascherano style, which is probably how we envisage Mascherano for being, that's how we envisage a six. Maybe it, that's a very stylistic change, though. That's quite a dramatic stylistic change. But maybe that's the way around it. You know, that's the way. I mean, a few mentioned the lads from Ajax, um, uh, Edson Alvarez, who seems to be very Marmite. Some think he's great, some think he's Yeah, giant. I've seen some got... people talking about Eunice says he's bang average there, to be honest. Um, mm. uh, Florentino Luis, isn't it? At Benfica, is a big show today as well. Says yeah, Kev's, I... Kev's, not, Kev's not a fan. He made a point that he's 24 and he's not even got a cap yet for Portugal when you think of the players who are playing for Portugal mm. you think yeah. how's he not getting at least a look in so you do question why he's not being looked at yeah um, like World Dead Wolves says Gavin Chris when have Liverpool bought a top name we buy young players to improve I, I completely get that I completely get and do you know what I but think that, but, but, I but think, it doesn't have to be a 19 year old does it it could be no, a 24 year old no, I, no I, think, I think Liverpool Boy players that you go, they're brilliant, but I think we can get more like Luis Diaz, I think. Um mm. Nunes, loads more Mo Salah. You know, I mean, yeah. we, people when we saw Mo Salah like he'd be fourth in line. There's loads of them we've signed where you go, he's really, really good, highly rated, and we've made him better and better and better. You know, the sort of way. Um like But like a DM version of McAllister, if you know what I mean, who's twenty four you've know, got plenty of experience as well, but you know still and got people, and people do rate Sabas lawyers as one of the top top talents in Europe as well. Mm. Um <coughs> apparently Lab Party is leaving to go to Saudi Arabia as well to so Sleepy Forest. Uh, Arsenal will go for Lavia as well. Um like Arsenal aren't finished. Definitely not. No, definitely lose a midfielder on it. Um but maybe maybe like they was a close enough FFP you'd, 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 you'd wonder you'd wonder did the club see this coming? And I'd actually hope that the club seen this coming because it give me a, if someone tells me no the club knew it was going to happen, they knew it was coming down the line, and they were ready for it because you know leaving them out there and the timing of it's fine because yeah. then you feel like they're going in like Carl says show sure, many, right? He isn't getting sold. That's not even a conversation, mm. is it? Yeah, I think that I think. I think the whole Mbappe thing is going to have... You're going to have to wait for Mbappe to do something there before Real have to that's cut that cloth. And of course, well, reports coming out of everywhere now about Real's finances and different things, which, like, take it with a, a bag of salt um, because, you know, yourself, um, financial issues just, just sit they'll, they'll there just fucking happens. They'll so just start training again. Yeah, so you say that was being mentioned. Um, I feel that's done to Chelsea. And I think so I've seen it. I think, he's been, I think he's been talking loads about Chelsea. And I think he's... I think... The only thing holding so you say though up to Chelsea is the conversation that Levi Caldwell needs to have with Chelsea. Yeah. That's the only I thing think I think that. that's holding that up. Um it's who which club links first. You know, the sort of way like we're not selling you. So you say though, and then you tell us, Oh, by the way, Caldwell's staying with us. I think there's a bit of uh, cat and mouse going on with them. Um so. Shane says if uh, I have a question, if Hendo stays and it's looking likely. Does he carry on as captain? If not, who replaces him? We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, do you know what? I'll actually mark your question because I'll come back to it. How does that sound? Um, yeah, you'd hope you'd hope they, they, they kind of knew this was coming, right? I think that's why they brought the uh, the German bloke in. Right. I think because they obviously want somebody in there learning on the job. Yeah. And I wonder if they've. I think the whole big money coming in from the Saudi Pro League. I think most clubs probably saw it coming, but I wonder if they were a bit like, I don't know what they're going to do. As in, and listen, Liverpool may have had the fear of, what if they, what if someone was a massive bit of a Salah? You know, one you can't turn down. Fuck me, we need, we need a, an experienced sports director to help us, you know, sort that out. Now, God, luckily, it's not Salah, but it, now it's Fabinho, which is, let's be honest, it's probably something they didn't plan to move on for at least another year. I think the Hens, so I think Hens and Fabinho have caught them out, as in, it pro- they probably didn't know the players that were likely to leave, but they probably had an inkling. I think all clubs had an inkling. I think Chelsea must have had this inkling, which is probably why they spent so much in January, that they would be able to move someone to the Saudi Pro League, which are looking for, you know, names, you know, to grow that to grow that league. So I just hope they got so the best thing Liverpool can do at the moment is as soon as Fabinho's announced to go, literally the same day announced we've signed this person. Yeah. And I hope for Lavia's sake it's not him. 
because I kind of feel it's a lot of pressure on a young kid and it would be quite deflated, I think, in a, in a nice way because like, you lose a lot of experience for a young kid, very talented kid, but he's still a kid. You know, I wouldn't feel confident us going the whole season, a 19-year-old can do it for us. Yeah, two two other ones. Um, John Cutler, or no, it's not John Cutler, James Milne says, Rail have sold that bag of salt to the Spanish government for 200 million. It wouldn't surprise me, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, John says, we've hijacked deals before, Alex Diaz, the sports. I believe we just don't want to pay what is needed for us. I say that. Well, reports of 100 million. Um, we are in trouble here now. It looks like Arsenal are in for Lavia. Well, that's that's going off the presumption that Thomas Partey will leave. And Arsenal always had a look at Lavia. It was just, I, I was surprised when it was like Liverpool have jumped ahead in this. Now, it could be a case of Arsenal going, maybe putting out there that they might want to act on Lavia and get Partey out so they can do that because of what's happening with Fabinho and they know Liverpool are going to go looking now. Eunice says Tyler Adams is an outsider. And I, I'm surprised um, Douglas Louise off Villa hasn't been mentioned as well. I'm very surprised Kev, he hasn't been mentioned. Uh, you know, Kev, um, he's just signed a, a new deal though. Yeah, but who cares? Do you know what, what I mean? But because I mean, he's a new deal, then he'll probably be another one that's just say, yeah, you can have him 80 million. Mm. You know, um, we know it's a conversation. Well, look, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on the whole thing that if if it comes Monday and, you know, Liverpool announced he'd have agreed a deal to sell Fabinho to El Itihad or whatever they're called, um, yeah, I want something. I, I'd Not I want, I'd like to see them. You see, it's a double-pronged reaction. One, you have to reckon get a player in. And two, this is Liverpool Football Club having one of their biggest players, well, one of their biggest players over the last five years taken from them. Even though we're in the situation where a lot of people go, yeah, it's great money. It's still Liverpool having t- taken a forced choice midfielder from them. Like, if you look mm-hmm. at all the other players that have gone, right, they're all players out of Chelsea where you go, they weren't going to play. They're not, not, not interested. Right, Benzema, fair enough. Like he's, he's, I think he is the Ballon d'Or holder at the minute. You know, what I mean? he's like thirty-six though, so he, yeah, he's, he's leaving them anyway. He's left after thirteen years or something, or, or whatever it is at, at Real Madrid. You know what I mean? Um, and Liverpool need to react in that way. They need to react and show that that Liverpool and we're going to make this, we're going to sort this issue straight away, and they're going to react and show that we're Liverpool and yeah, we've had a player taken off us, and this is what we do. Do you know what I'm So I think it's a double pronged kind of reaction. Um, someone mentions Indeedy in there. Stop. Um, uh, he's injured. He's injured. He's injured all the time. All the time. Shoe and many. Shoe and many. a Twitter post to stop linking him with stop linking Liverpool with him to Sleepy Forest. <laughs> Shoe and many is is one that I think is going to pop up all the time on the Liverpool side. I think if you, I think if you, I think if you link with us now for the next ten years. Is one of those players? No, I, th- I think I think I think he'd be linked until Liverpool have just signed two players. I don't see Shum. I don't see Shum any coming. Um, I don't see Valverde coming. I do think w- they may need to sell one Real Madrid if, if Mbappe comes in, but I can't see Liverpool. The, the, a few, a few are asking me what do you think about Onana from Everton. I mean, to be fair, just for the wind-up. Right? Be- <coughs> Onana for Everton. Onana's been, been really good for Everton. Any time I've seen him play, I thought he was really, really good. But I can't I like see... It. Just for the needle. Can well, we just for the needle? It, it there is the other one, just, just for the needle. It'd be funny. It could be, but um, <laughs> I, I can't see Everton despite... No, I can't. Because um, Mark Cavanagh says, Anadou Onana, Everton, defensive midfielder, 6'4", 21 years of age, and Everton are broke. Yeah, that's true, but I, I, I'd say if Everton hadn't, if like I don't think Everton have a pot to piss in at the minute. But even if they hadn't got the pot, like if if they had no piss, they I still don't. They still get to, they still no, get to it's Liverpool. Um, it's three weeks now since we started. We're preparing a bid for Lavia. Nothing happened. Don't think he is a target as Justin Ulysses. Um, I think he is a target, but it's been reported not only Liverpool, quite a few suitors like him, but don't want to pay fifty million. Because, well, because he's played twenty-seven games, you know, twenty-seven games, relegated from the Premier League, forty million buyout next summer, and not and the market is the market, but there's no, I can't see how Southampton can turn around and say fifty million for him. I just can't, I just can't. If I if they turn around and said forty, I think you go, yeah, well they're going to get forty next year. If you want to pay a little bit of a premium now. 
and pay 40. You might, you might be worth 30, 35, but you pay a little bit of a premium and they're guaranteeing that they're getting in now rather than waiting a year. That's fine, but 50 feels a bit like Southampton, you know, are trying to take the mick a little bit. And I think there's been reports on Southampton's finances as well, which kind of adds into all of this. Um, Jason uh, Surendran says, I regret, no, he doesn't regret, but regret not going for you, Garth. Polino is possibly too old, probably too old. Polino was, Kieran uh, uh, B says, uh, Polino is a hero to tackle. He doesn't have to get stuck in. Um, like it's it's um, I I just think I just think it's an awkward one. My only my only hope on this is, is that, like I said, Liverpool seeing this coming. Or. We know they they work so far ahead in, in time with regards to what they might do that they go. You know what that player we're looking at, we want to maybe do in January next year. We're gonna have to bring it forward. That's my hope on it. But oh, we do. Oh, we do the um. Suppose suppose like deal, which was I don't think suppose like was planned for the summer. I think he was on a list of if certain things work out, he might be an opportunity that crops up, and the opportunity cropped up. They went right, no one's gone for him. We've got we've they've got wind of a buyout clause, pull the trigger. So maybe that's a you know, Joshua Kimmich is rumoured to not be happy at Bayern Munich. Liverpool have a good relationship with Bayern Munich. Maybe that's the opportunity. They go, well, we wouldn't have gone for Kimmich because we weren't looking for that level of DM. We've now lost Fabinho. Let's pull the trigger. Let's pull the trigger and try and push that one through instead. Yeah. That way, then that kind of solves everyone's problems because it's a an experienced DM for a couple of years. As Kev says, can cover right back as well, so it kind of solves two problems for us. And then you yeah. look to big buy a new one later. Um, John says Arsenal are now going back for Lavi because party is close to being sold. Or does Klopp do something that nobody expects us to do and signs Lavia and Sajan putting him in there? Because he's known to back the talent. Well, someone said, is, was it the um, his first year at Bayern? You know, his two centre-backs, Sobot, Sobotic and Hummels, are both, yeah. both 20. And he just went, I'm going to do 20-year-old centre-backs, which um, at the time was seen as ridiculous. You can't go with two 20, 20 centre-backs, you know. Well, that was the start of them building that, good, that really good Bayern side that won the league. So it would yeah. surprise me if you did that. I, would, I don't think anyone would like it. Yeah, I think Bejan, you know what? Um, you've actually reminded me of something fair play to you. He says, Gav, I think they have to pay 20% to City as they are trying to get that 40 million and cover City with a 50 million asking price. That's fair enough. <clears throat> That's fair enough if they're trying that, but st- it's still 50 million. You know what I mean? It's still 50 million pounds. Um, so. Maybe it is like, oh, we get 50 and we're getting, we're getting 40 off or we get 40 from City. Maybe that's their stance. But, and maybe they do get it from Liverpool or Arsenal. But at the moment, I think the, the, the thing, and maybe, look, we're talking about the, the whole price on Lavia. Maybe the whole thing with Lavia is he knows Liverpool and Arsenal are, are interested and he's just sitting there going, we just wait and see what happens. Because like you said, what's happening with Partey, what happened, what's happening with Fabinho and or Henderson? Maybe he's just sitting there and saying there's no hurry here. There's absolutely no worry. Luke O'Shea says, Frank Kessie or Sangara? No, not for me. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. I have another one here. I'm, I'm going to miss someone. Um, oh, it's gone off my screen. I had another one there and I can't, can't think of it. Um, sorry, completely gone. <coughs> sorry, everything just jumped all over the place there. That's why I can't. Um, so we can get, I mean, so the old talks go back on the Kone and Toram, but Toram's not a six, and Kone, I don't think his injury record's that great. Yeah, he's out for, he is out for six weeks after that 21s. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan Sangare of Sangare is the, the lad at PSV, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I forgot, you know, I kind of forgotten about him, but look, the only hope we have is that if Fabinho goes, and it's looking very, very likely that he goes, that Liverpool act quickly and act properly, and we end up saying to ourselves, even without the Henderson stuff, look, we had a, we lost Fabinho, we have a again. Okay, we can argue yeah. the ifs and buts about is the player, you know, experienced enough or whatever, depending on what, what player comes in. And then if Henderson goes, we have to act on that. That's, I think that's fairly straightforward. And the centre-half stuff's gone very quiet, but I'm sure, Jordan, this week that'll pick up speed again. Um, Just quickly on Henderson before we leg it, because we weren't going to do a mad show tonight, but look, 
There's so much being said on Jordan Henderson. Um, he has travelled to Germany with the squad. He is mm-hmm. being pictured in, in social media posts and different bits by the club. So it's not like he's gone and, you know, or he's gone over there and they're just hiding him away. It's been fairly he's got a back, normal. He's not got a back injury, has he? No, it's a fairly normal, like, pre-season pictures and videos and clips and stuff like that. It's not like... Oh, it's amazing. You know, I'm reading to those pictures. He's not smiling on two of them. So oh, yeah, fucking no, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So, where are we on this? What do you think happens with Jordan Henderson? Good feeling. Good feeling today is I think he's staying. I don't think the Saudi club have got the money to buy, to pay the fee that Paul want. And I think he knows. I think maybe that realisation has hit him. Because I think if you said, you know, Klopp would be... I think Klopp wouldn't be happy. It's He found out last week that, you know, he's had the conversation, I'd like to go. But Klopp's always said, as long as they have the grown-up conversation. I think him and Klopp have had the honest conversation, which I'm assuming Klopp has said, you can go as long as you pay this price. If you don't pay this price, then that's it. But I would like to think the club have given a deadline. Maybe it's end of next week. By the next week, if you're not paid it, he's not going. And that's it. And I don't hear and we're not hearing any more about it beyond that point. And maybe Henson knows that. And he's like, okay. The deal's the deal. If it if it happens, he gets to go. If he doesn't, he carries on. Um I've seen a lot getting upset about will he still be Liverpool captain? I think he probably will still stay Liverpool captain because as long as he's not pissed off the manager and the players are ha- are still content with him being captain, it'll happen. It's not the first Liverpool captain who's tried to force a move out. No. Um he's not. He's not the force captain. Um he's not all you know, he's, he's also not the he's not also not the forced player to you know, and we say force a move out as if he has, we don't know if he has. But he's also not the first player to try force a move and end up being handed the captaincy. Lewis Suarez captain Liverpool after some force a move out. Um and he captained him about mm. six months later. Away at sports, um, well, Lewis did a did a paper. Was he did an article in the paper? Please let me leave. Yeah, yeah. You know, Steve so, Gerrard had the transfer yeah. request, and we had two summers of it going on. So yeah. it's it's not unusual. I'm not saying it's right, and not saying you have to no. like it. No. Oh, boy, him says it doesn't set a good precedent for the team. I agree with you, mm. but the team would know, like Chris said there, the team would would know an awful lot more than me and you know, or anybody knows. You know, the team and like you look at the likes of how he gets on with. All of them, really. When you when you see mm. Henderson, and you know, even Trent coming in the other day to train and ask him where the skipper was because he wanted to show his haircut, you know, sort of way. Um, yeah. Robertson gets on amazingly well with him, and everyone, you know, everyone just seems to like he, he's really, really well liked, and they'll know more than we know, you know. Um, John says Henderson thirty three, he's past his best, he's on big wages, doesn't want to be there, take ten million and a quarter losses. I get that, but what? But, but, everybody else, but everybody else is getting 20 million for a 33 year old, so why should correct, we? Correct. And if you see, if they'd have come in and said, We're offering Jordan Henderson an extra 50 grand a week, right? And he wants it because it's, it's an extra, fit, whatever it is, 7 million over three years, you kind of go, All right, look, I'm getting, I'm getting a few more quid here. It's the end of my career. And he has the honest conversation where, Look, I don't know if I have the legs for anymore, or whatever it might be, or I feel I have. I feel I have, but you might want to play me less. So I want to go here. It makes sense. Fine. That's where maybe 10 million comes in. But the amount of money being touted around, Liverpool are well within the right to say, at the end of the day, he's our captain with two years left on his deal. And not only that, they were every right to turn to Jordan Henderson and go, hold on, we handed you a four-year deal in 2021 or whatever it was, right? So you wanted us to honour you know, your dedication to this club or a deal. So now you have to honour it back. So it's not only just between the club and this supposed bid from, from Saudi Arabia, it's between the club and, and Jordan Henderson. And also, what he's given and what what the club expect. I also think if this bid had come in a couple of days after the season ended, he probably would have gone for 10 million. And we'd have all got over it. But because of where it is in the season, I think I do think some of the money is just for bit of inconvenience. Well, you can't fuck up our plans here. So there's a little bit of a, a tax just for messing our plans up because we've now got to buy, if he goes, we've got to buy two midfielders instead of the one we wanted to buy. So you need to compensate us for the inconvenience of having to do it. So, yeah, and that's, and listen, that's all based, this is all based on 
that this is actually happening. And because, like, I see, I've read so much about it, about this is Henderson dropping this into the media, this is his side of things, that he's doing this to try force a move. And listen, that's a very valid argument, right? Mm. It's a very valid argument to have. The other could be that... It's not well thought out. It's not a well... Well, it's, it, it is a kind of... It, it's... No, I think it's a well thought out argument that they could be doing that. I don't think it's a well thought out thing from Henderson and his representative. That's what I mean. This, that's yeah, what I mean, if, yeah. If this yeah. was happening. You know the sort of way. Justin says he didn't force a move like Coutinho. It was just a report saying he was offered 700 grand a week to go to a Saudi club and play for Steven Gerrard. How is that ground for stripping from captaincy? I don't think there's grounds to stripping from captaincy right now. My, but my big thing on this is, right? My big thing on this is, forget the money for the minute, right? And I've had this out with Andy fucking for the last 24 hours. My big thing on this is, look, people will say 700 grand, who torn it down? I don't fucking know. I, don't, I doubt anyone would, right? If Jordan Henderson leaves the club tomorrow and we sign two midfielders, nobody's going to mention Jordan Henderson in a month's time. I promise you. No. Right? Unless you see them on LFC TV lifting trophies or playing games, right? They're not going to. So forget that for a minute, right? The football inside of things, right? I get he could have had a conversation with Klopp about playing time. He could have had a conversation with Klopp about the opportunity that's arose, right? That's fine. The biggest thing in all this is non-football for me, right? And mm. the biggest thing in this is, if I'm Jordan Henderson, now, I, now you're going to get people saying, oh, he doesn't have to answer to nobody. These reports, you don't know if they're true. I get that. If they're not true, right, Jordan Henderson and his representatives are sitting there allowing Jordan Henderson's name to be dragged through the mud, in my opinion. Mm. Because Jordan Henderson has been a big advocate for women's rights, um, LGBTQ+, plus, right? All this sort of stuff. These things are illegal, right? Well, yeah. that's illegal in, in Saudi Arabia. Women's rights is, you know, let's, you know, it's not, there, there's not many rights there. Let's, let's put it that way. And he's being commended for this. He's put his name in front of all this. He's been really good in what he's done in all this. And he's been and he's been he's been praised rightly for it, but correct. even if he stays, even if he stays now, it leaves no, no, a sour no, no. taste. No, 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 because if he stays, because if he stays, right, if he stays and turned around and said there was an offer on the table, it was looked at. The club, we, I, I had an honest conversation with the manager. I had a, a chat with the club. I had a chat with the, the crowd because this happens all the time. Players are approached mm. all the time. Listen, would you be interested in going to a, X club for X amount of money? Yeah, it might be. Agents do this all the fucking time. The biggest thing for me is, is that if he stays, right, I'd, I think he'd come out and say that they're going to have to clear it up. They're going to have to clear it up and say, listen, there was a bid in there. There was a, a, a contract offer. Jordan looked at it. You know, blah, 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 blah. Never came to fruition. Everything is fine. Jordan sees out his contract, right? Fine, right? No one will buy it, but fine. If he goes, the reports look like they're true, okay? But right now, Jordan Henderson is sitting, and you remember now, Jordan Henderson, we're all, a lot of people are accusing Jordan Henderson and his representatives, right, of, you know, stoking this fire, right? Being the driver behind all this. If it's not true, why isn't Jordan Henderson? And and people will say straight away, well, why should he answer you? I'm not asking to answer me. I don't give a fuck what Jordan Henderson does. It's not going, will I be upset if he leaves? Yeah, a little bit. Really like him, right? Is he on the wane? Yeah, but I think he's got a play, uh, 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 role to play in the squad. So it's not about me or you or anybody else. For Jordan Henderson himself, if this isn't true, right? If his, his representative should be saying, listen, we need to get out in front of this. We need to get out in front of this and say, this is not happening. Because now, Jordan Henderson, for, you know, um, the laces campaign, the LGBT, the women's rights, the this, the that, the other, right? Stood up during COVID for the NHS, all this sort of stuff. Now that's all being pulled apart here in front of our eyes. If it's not true, let's put it to bed. And it can be easily done. We see it all the time. Players just screenshot a report and just put laughy faces on it. Not true. And that's the end of it. But it Back hasn't been done. And I t and listen, 
whether Jordan Henderson is going, staying, doesn't know. I can't understand if it's not true what's going on. Why Jordan Henderson isn't out in front of this and making sure that people know that what's being reported is untrue. Now, people will say, well, why would you give them oxygen? You're not giving them oxygen. You're suffocating the story straight away. But you, could easily, you could easily have a conversation with the club and just say, just throw something out that says this is bollocks. Yeah. Despite me, and that's not the first time Liverpool have, well, I say, despite numerous media reports, this is not a, you know, this is not happening or this is not true. You know, things carry on as normal. The fact he hasn't done that says what we all think anyway, which is he does want the move or he's quite happy to do the move. Mm. But the fact he's gone on the training camp and the manager's allowed to go on the training camp says to me that if the move's not happening, he's not exactly going to kick up a fuss over it and he's just going to get his head down. So yeah, like, I think that's why I think that's why he's been allowed to go because I think if he's desperate to go and making a fuss about it, I just don't think he goes on the plane. Don't think they put him on the plane. Yeah. Or they make it so bollocks that Jordan Henson's picked up a hamstring injury in preseason training. But, but on says, says it's definitely true, Gav. It has to be, right? I don't know if it's true. I can't tell my I can't honestly sit here and say all of that is true, right? You would lean towards it being true, right? Okay? You would lean towards it being true, okay? Because the reports, whether you believe them or not, are not being put to bed. This is Liverpool's club captain. Mm. This is the captain of Liverpool Football Club, right? And the person that everyone looks to and everything else. I just, for, for Jordan Henderson himself, and maybe maybe that's why I don't walk in PR, Right, people <laughs> go, you're mad. That's not what you do. But I just think if he wanted to, like Aaron Copley says, the usual Hendo agenda, same energy for Fabinho. Um, Aaron, you're gonna have to tell me what this agenda is because this conversation about Jordan Henderson has been very measured with regards to staying going, reports being true or not. Right, and actually, it's not a Hendo agenda because my whole thing on this is is that Jordan, I'm from in my own mad mind, I think Jordan. The, the best thing for Jordan Henderson, if this isn't what's happening, is to say it's not. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, going on the plane, you could be right, Chris. He's gone on the plane because he's had a conversation with Klopp and they've said, look, they can't pay the money. Fine, but what are we doing here? Forget about it. We're going on the plane. You know, mm. fine. That happens all the time in work. You know, you get yeah. an offer, not suit, and no, I'm staying where I am. Um, um, Aaron Copley says, how can he put it to bed? The clubs are still talking. Well, if the clubs are still talking, then the reports are true. And you know, all I'm saying is, is that. But the clubs are talking, but they haven't agreed a fee, so they've had the conversation, which is, if let's give you this number, this figure, Jordan, you're not going. So what do you want to do? And by the looks of it, if I'm being an assumption, he's, he's gone. Well, carry on as normal, then I'll I'll train and play like I always do until either they pay the fee or they miss the deadline, and then I carry on, I carry on at Liverpool. It's probably like quite a grown up conversation of how you do it. I'm sure they'll never announce it, but there'll be a deadline that the, this club's going to hit. That yeah. if you want Henderson, it, it's got to be X date and then you're done. Johnny D says, Come on, Gav, you sound like a wife trying to convince herself that her husband isn't cheating on her, or he 100% wants to know. That's If that's what's happening, that's fine. Right? And if that's actually the way it progresses, right? The outroar, the uproar will be Jordan Henderson. It'll still be the uproar, right? That he's yeah. like, leave. And look, Liverpool fans, a lot of them will be happy to see Jordan Henderson leave. A lot of them will kind of go, I know, I, I kind of want him to stay because he has a role to play. Some of them will be upset that he's leaving because they think he has an awful lot to offer. There's loads, of, and that's all of them are absolutely fine. I'm not trying to convince myself of anything. What I'm trying to say is, is that if, and it looks like, right, because of his silence, that he, that he has accepted this and wants this move, right, that's going to happen. Then we'd all move on to, oh, he's taking the Saudi money and then it'll all disappear because we'll sign someone. My whole point on this, Johnny, is is that if he wants to move and this is gone, it'll progress and we'll go through the stages and then eventually it'll be gone and we would be forgotten about when we sign players. If it's not happening, why has Jordan Henderson sat there and let this be spoken about him? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, If he moves, he moves. Nothing we can do. We'll all throw the moral fucking thing at him. But you go, and we forget about it. But honestly, it it just, I've kind of looked at this on a, 
non-footballing side of things and people are saying I've, I've even had people saying to me oh well like what do, do they think that much of themselves that they have to you know portray this yes all these top players Liverpool captain England they all have when these you, people when around you, them. well when you stood up for those sort of communities I'll be honest unprompted no one made him do that you know he did that of his own volition that's why it's on him maybe that's why there's a little bit of less of a a, a stick beating around Fabinho leaving because he hasn't really spoken either way on his opinion on uh, gay rights and women's rights. He hasn't spoken either way about it, so people don't know what his opinion is. Mm. You know, whereas I think if you put yourself front and center of something, and then you do something which sort of goes against what you said, you make yourself a hypocrite. You make yourself a target, and that's what he has done. He has made himself a bit of a target, and but ultimately, that's for him to worry about. It's not for me to worry about. I, and as well, I, I don't really care what Jordan has to worry about. You know, he's a multimillionaire. It's, it's not my not my life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, you know, he's got to look at himself in the mirror and go, "Am I happy with this decision?" If he is, that's for him. That you know, that that's his thing to deal with. It's not for us yeah. to have to justify either way. <clears throat> yeah, and I think I think as a club, Liverpool, I think they're right to look for what they're looking for. That's it's their decision what they're looking yeah, for. I think but so. It, but it might be a case of, like you said, there's a deadline on this. Now, they come in with that bid or else we're not going coming back to the table. You stay here because we don't have the time to replace you. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, as much as, you know, they've, it looks like they're going to accept the deal for Fabinho to leave and they're going to need a replacement. If they need a replacement for Henderson, they know that they have from a certain date until the 31st of August to do it. After that date, we're not, they're not contemplating this. They're just not. Mm. And if you like him, don't like him or whatever, anything else, that doesn't matter. The club have to stand and say, "Get it done by this date. Get that we get that money, or you just don't go. Don't come back looking for it. It's not happening." You know what I sort of way. So, um, it's a mad one. Someone asked there a show tomorrow night. Um, yeah, there is. Um, there is a show tomorrow night. I round up the lads tomorrow tonight and uh, sort them out and see what we are. Well, we will be back tomorrow at ten. Um, have we cleared any of that up, Chris? Don't know. Probably, probably not. No, no but you know, we're nice chaps. Yeah, nice chat. Nice, nice chat. even though. Hmm. Um, look, the Fabinho stuff looks like it'll move quickly. This Henderson one looks like it might drag on a little bit. Um, the sad but... thing is with those sort of players. I mean, listen, it's it's their choice. They've chose to leave. Uh, leave. It would have been nice to do the whole send off like Bobby got. You know, like Fabinho left next summer. And you could have done a bit like we did with Bobby. You know, a bit of. Oh, we knew Fabinho was going to leave this summer. Yeah, yeah, because then you would have done, done it towards bit. the end of this season. Yeah, that would have been quite nice because you know he will go down as a Liverpool legend. I generally think if you win a league in a European Cup, you know, which we did over two seasons, yeah. you're in that bracket. Because I mean, look, only six Liverpool seasons have won a European Cup, so yeah. he does put you in that upper echelons of people that remember. You know, he made such a big impact. It wasn't like he was a squad option who just dipped in and out. You know, he was a apart from the last twelve months, he was a really, really big, important part of Liverpool. I started that. He was starting to have goals to his game. You know, he's that goal against City in the uh, tight winning season. He's yeah. a banger, you know. So look, I'll miss him because he's probably the best defensive midfield we've had in the Premier comfortably. Yeah. No one even comes close. Not even Mascherano comes close to him. And I loved Mascherano, but Fabinho was a different level. Yeah. Ashley else says, now we haven't really uh, cleared anything up, but we enjoyed it all the same. Listen, we're not here to tell you definite transfer news. That's not our goal here. Our goal here is to come on when stuff happens and give reaction to it, give you a chance to give your reaction and just give our opinion on it. We're not going to tell you. We know the ins and outs of what's going on. Um, um, James Stevens says, I broke 80 yesterday, Gav. I love golf. Well, well done. Breaking 80. Yeah. Really, 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 that's really, really fucking good is what it means. Oh, okay. um, I don't know what I mean in golf. <laughs> no, well, look, it's just, um, I'd say he's probably shot somewhere between eight and ten over par there, which is really fucking good. Um, fair oh, play okay. to you, James, and keep it up. Um, I was out with the driving range yesterday. Me and a mate of mine, the rain was horrendous. No golf courses were open yesterday. So we went to driving range, and um, I have to say the driving range was deadly. Um, I had the top tracer technology where you could play virtual golf on golf courses while hitting balls out onto the range. Brilliant stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Um, Ado Pill has sent a super chat. £5 from Ado Pill. Um, don't know if Ado has anything to say, but uh, thanks a million. Thanks very much. Um, but look, 
we are going to be back tomorrow night we keep bringing you these shows that they feel like on a daily basis at this stage because something keeps happening like i'm genuinely wishing where liverpool just don't release anything for a day and we can all have a day off but that's not how it's working the summer's being really busy we brought you as many shows as we possibly can we we'll continue to do that until what well, pre-season starts next wednesday or something something like that yeah i think me and kevin are going to hope to try and do a a great oh, game yeah, show. Great games. Get that in as well. Got, yeah, you got binned off this week. Yeah, you got binned off because of all this stuff <laughs> going on. But um, we we get it back in. Um, when's the next bang average golf video? Says Jake. Um, there was one out on Wednesday. Um, it's probably going to be a week or so before the next one's out. So we're we'll, we're doing loads of work in the background on that channel. So um, yeah, go and check it out. I think we're only one subscriber off four hundred, which is cool. Um, but listen, that was what will be will be with that with that channel as well. Um. Thanks a million to everyone for watching. Thanks to Chris for joining on this Saturday night. Anything else before we go, Chris? No, nothing from me. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, I know Shane says, good show, lads. Good dis- discussion. See you tomorrow night. Should be me. Should be Keith. Should be Emma tomorrow night. Don't know what we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.